listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we've got Mr. Steve Ronaldo in-house. That's, uh, he's going to be interviewing and talking with Mr. Jim Cannon, uh, Mr. Model A, I might add. Mr. Uh, Ron, uh, Weber is out exercising his legs and uh, his lungs, getting ready for the Peachtree Road Race coming up uh, oh, yeah, very right. shortly, July the fourth. Yeah, so uh, we um, we salute Jim for his uh, at his age. I'd have to have somebody pushing the wheelchair, you know. But well, uh, I, I would I could easily drive the Peachtree Road. Yeah, in your Model A. <laughs> in my no, Model A. Yeah, with no absolutely. problem. So with that being said, we want to welcome Mr. Jim Cannon. Jim, good morning. Just fine. How are you doing? No, it's not, didn't I? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Don't panic, Steve. Okay, we're off and ready to go. Uh, Jim, you're in Hiawassee, is that right? Well, I live in Hawassi half the year, that's right, and then I live outside Houston, Texas the other half the year. Oh, well, yes. you're, you're in my home state then, huh? Yeah, so actually I'm, I'm uh, calling in today from uh, Houston. I'll be headed up to um, Hawassi around July 1. Um, the National Model A Club has their big um, semi-annual convention in uh, Reno, Nevada, Sparks, uh, Nevada, uh, starting next weekend. And so I'm hanging out in Houston until uh, I go to that, and then I'll be going from there over to Hawaii. Well, let me ask, do you have any humidity there in Houston? Oh, gosh, yes. The, <laughs> the air is thick enough here you can cut it with a knife. It's amazing. Well, yeah, being from the part amazing. of the state that I'm from, uh, Lubbock, we didn't have to worry about humidity. We didn't have to worry about water. We just didn't have any. <laughs> I know, yeah. No, it's totally different down here on the Gulf Coast. Um, oh, yeah. And... Um, it makes uh, it it makes driving a Model A on a tour here kind of tough. We're starting to hit the. I don't think I'm going to be driving the car this weekend uh, time of year, but we make up for it in December and January <laughs> and February. Let me are, tell you. Are, are you saying that you haven't air conditioned your Model A? Um, you know that's a pretty popular modification around here, and um, yeah, so I have actually air conditioned one of my two Model A's. Um, but it still can be just a bit hot and just not much fun. Uh, well, it does help extend the touring season, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sure does. I'm sure. Which uh, which uh, uh, Model A air conditioning kit did you put in your car? There's several out there. Oh, um, so there's a gentleman by the name of Ken Davis that lives up outside Fort Worth that um, produces an excellent kit. It, it has to be installed, but it installs with the uh, with no modifications to your vehicle and with the least um, hassle. It's the closest to a bolt-in uh, kit that I've ever seen for, for a Model A air conditioner. It's, it's amazing. Did you put it in? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't they that hard, installed, huh? Um, no, not hard at all. They can be installed in a, in a weekend, you know, like two days uh, easily in two days. Um, if you've got a couple people helping you, it can be installed in one day. Yeah, um, as you know, the old, the first ones that were out there, uh, a lot of the the Model A guys, and then we'll come back to Benoit. You mentioned this because it's of interest here in Atlanta too. The air conditioning kits, uh, 
they uh, uh, used to stress. They used to say they stressed the Babbitt bearing engines too much. And uh, I'm sure with the newer, no, you know, one and one and a half horsepower compressors, the Model A engine doesn't care anymore. Yeah, that's not really a, that's not really a problem at all. Um, the modification that has the potential to stress the bearings a bit is going to a higher compression head. There's a lot of options available today to put a slightly higher compression head on your stock Model A. And honestly, that gives you the greatest performance uh, improvement, a bang for the buck that you can do. It's as easy as a as a new head in the head gasket, um, and uh, you'd just be amazed. Cars that used to have to downshift second gear to go up a hill can now go up the hill in third gear yeah. just by putting in a, a a slightly higher compression head. And and you got to remember, a stock Model A is four-and-a-half to one compression ratio, so it's pretty low. Um, and so we're talking about taking that up to a whopping five-and-a-half to one. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not talking about outrageously high 10 or 11 to one compression ratios. We're talking about five-and-a-half. You can go to six if you want. They do sell a 6.0, but, you know, it's still pretty low by modern standards, but by Model A standards, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's That's, quite nice. Yeah, I have, yeah, I've had a Brumfield head on my Model A for years and years and years. Yeah. And it makes a huge yeah. difference to, uh, and he to, says, to drive. And he says that's a 5.9. That's what he says, but... Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is, but that's what he says it is. Yeah, but it's it quite, does. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It's it's <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to, to you. You're in the Model A Ford Club of America. Yeah. And yes. t- let's talk a little I, bit about your the club first, before we, and then we'll come sure. back and get your credentials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Model A Ford Club of America is quite large. It's, um, uh, we believe, the largest uh, club dedicated to a, a single uh, make and model of car because we're dedicated just to the Model A Ford. Now, there was almost 5 million Model A's made in four years. And if you think about it, that's an amazing number considering two of those years were in the middle of the Great Depression. So Ford sold an amazing number of cars they proved to be quite durable, quite reliable, and therefore there are hundreds of thousands of them still in existence today. Those that didn't get melted down during the war, uh, you know, to create tanks or something like that. Um, those that survived, they're amazingly durable, robust little cars. They're incredibly strong, super simple to work on. All the parts are available to keep them going. So, yeah, the, the Model A Ford Club of America has over 13,000 members around the world, and they all own one or more Model A Fords. Of course, owning a car isn't a requirement to join the club. We have some members that are interested in Model A, don't own a Model A yet. Um, but it's a, it's a national and an international club. We've got almost 400 chapters around the world. Um, and like I said, over 13,000 members uh, been, uh, the, the club itself been in existence, um, God, I forget the exact year it was founded, but it was like in the, in the mid-50s. It's been, it's been in existence for a long time. Uh, there are nine directors on the board. Uh, we're all volunteers. I'm one of nine, and we each uh, divvy up the jobs that need to be done each year. So I'm the technical director this year. So I answer people's technical questions about their Model A's about the restoration and repair. I get questions along the lines of, what's this sound? Um, 
why don't I have power? Why am I blowing steam out my exhaust pipe? Things like that. I just put a new head gas. I just literally just fielded this call last week. I just put a new head gasket on. I went about five miles. So I'm blowing steam out the tailpipe. And when I took the head off, I have water in cylinders two, three, and four. Um, so obviously he had a problem. I said, well, I think you have a warped head. Did you have it machined or tested for flatness? He said, no, I didn't. I said, well, go do that. Have your machine shop shave a little bit off. And he called me back just yesterday and said, well, the man told me he had to take like four passes over the head. It was so warped. But uh, but it's all trued up now, and I dropped it on there, and it runs great. So uh, that's sort of what I do. I feel dozens of calls like that by email and by phone every day from Model A owners all over the world. Yeah, um, it's fun. I Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do that stuff. I, I enjoy that because that's what I did for a living for for 40 years, 45 years. Wow. Uh, but anyway, so the, now I'm a, I'm a new Model A owner. Yeah. And why would I, what What would be the benefit for me to join the Model A Ford Club of America? What What, what, would, okay. what, what would I do? What, what do I get? What do you, yes, absolutely. No, that's a great question. In fact, I encourage people that are interested in Model A to join the Model A Ford Club before they even buy their first Model A. But oftentimes people find us after they bought their first Model A, which is cool. Um, I think that we in the local clubs can help you find a really good car at a really good price if you try to do it through one of the local MOFCA chapters. And that's what I refer to the Model A Ford Club of America as. I refer to it as MOFCA, M-A-F-C-A. Um, so, yeah, when you when you join a, uh, the, the Model A Club, you also have the opportunity to join one of our local chapters in your area. For example, there's two in the Houston area because it's kind of large, one to the north, one to the south. Um, there are several in, in Georgia and in western North Carolina. Um, and by joining your local club, you instantly can tap this local knowledge, people in the area that own a Model A, know a lot about how to fix them, how to keep them running, that sort of thing. Um, the Model A Ford Club, of course, you have access to me as a member. You know, you can call or email me or whatever, and I can help you out with your questions. Um, we produce um, a national magazine six times a year, which has always has technical articles in it, always has um, like what I would call feature articles about maybe where we feature a car or feature a tour, feature a drive. Um, the Model A Ford Club organizes a national tour every other year somewhere in the United States. Um, then the, uh, the next one is going to be in the, the Canyonlands area around Kanabi, Utah, and uh, people come from all over the country to take these national tours. We did the, the Natchez Trace a few years ago in, uh, in uh, Mississippi, headed up toward uh, Nashville. We've done uh, national tours up in the New England Cape Cod area. So that there are activities around the country that you can uh, that you can drive your car with when you become a member of MOFCA. and then there are regional tours around the country. Uh, different different parts of the United States will set up tours. Last weekend we had the annual Texas tour here in in Fredericksburg, Texas. We've got regional touring groups in the southeast. We've got them in the in the heartland uh, part of the country. We've got a couple of them out in the uh, a couple of regional groups out in California organizing tours. So. Uh, and those regional groups usually set up one or two tours a year. So there's lots of sort of nationally organized events that you can that you can participate in. 
Plus, you, you tap into the knowledge of yeah, the that's club a big that's been thing. in existence. When you were doing the Fredericksburg tour, did you go to Wyo Ranch? Yes. I was yes. I, I was down there for an AACA national meet, and, and uh, I have the distinct honor of winning the uh, cow pie throwing contest that day. That was <laughs> that was that was my. <laughs> I tell you, if people don't aren't aware of uh, Fredericksburg, Lano, Kerrville, the most beautiful area in Texas, outside uh, basically north of San Antonio, and uh, yes, it is just yeah. absolutely it's a nice area. gorgeous. It's, it's a nice area. Okay, uh, while we're talking about that, I, first of all, let, let me talk. Let's let's talk a little bit about. Uh, 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 yourself and how did you get into this and how did you become the tech editor and or the tech director? Uh, how did how did you get to to this in Model A land? I tell you what, let's uh, Jim, if you don't mind, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back with your answer right after a couple of commercials. Sure. All righty, we'll be back uh, very shortly. Thank you. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio on the Classic Car Show with our very special guest, Mr. Jim Cannon. With the hey there. Model A, Mr. Ma- Model yeah, A expert. Model, right? Yeah, the Model A tech director of Model A Ford Club of America. So anyway, as we before we, we stop for our, our commercials, um, how how did you get to be where you are with this in okay. this hobby? Well, that's a good question. So it all really, really um, stems back to when I was a kid. Um, my dad knew several people who had Model A Fords, and he was sort of like, "I'd like to get a Model A," and he suggested to my mom that that could be something that. If we, the family, got a Model A, that he and my brother and I, the three of us, would have something to work on, and in my dad's words, uh, stay out of trouble or keep out of trouble. And my mom kind of bought in on that concept that, yeah, that would be a good idea to have something to work on together. So um, when I was 14 years old, my dad bought our first Model A, 
and he and my brother and I, the three of us, worked on restoring it for several years. And in fact, I drove it when I was in high school. Um, and then he decided he was going to buy and restore and sell a few more, which we did. So I got a lot of experience working on them as a teenager, um, bought and restored several of them. And the very first one, the original one that I drove in high school, when I went off to college at Georgia Tech, my dad pushed it to the back of the barn, and basically it just sat there. Um, it sat there for like 20 years. I graduated from Tech and got a job here in Houston, and one year, in the, uh, just before Thanksgiving, he called me up and said, do you want this old car? I was like, yeah, of course I do. So uh, he, uh, he and my mom trailered it from the ranch to our house here in Houston when they came for Thanksgiving, and then... Uh, and then I got it up and running. It was up and running before uh, Christmas, and it hadn't run in 20 years. It was funny. It still had the battery in it, dead, of course, that was in it when I went off to college. <laughs> it, was just, it was just frozen in time for 20 years. Um, yeah, it's cool. And, uh, and I got it up and running, and I drove it in the local Houston club here for years, um, but it really needed a good restoration, and, uh, and so I took it off the road. And uh, and restored it. So now I've I've got it in Hawassi, but it's all totally restored now. Nicer, the nicest it's, it's ever been. Better Way than it looked new. Better than it looked new. Well, right? possibly. <laughs> yeah. So I've always been involved in uh, in cars and in old cars. And uh, getting an engineering degree from Georgia Tech, you know, I'm kind of interested in the technology side of stuff. And um, so yeah, through the course of uh, of working on my car and other cars. Um, I got active in the local club here in Malta, and then I got active at the national level. And uh, they asked me to be technical director, and, yep, there I am, uh, answering everybody's questions. Now, a lot of people think I know a lot about Model A's, and, and, and I guess I do know a bit, but mostly I know where to get the answer or I know who to call to get the answer. And so I've got a, a very large network of Model A experts that I tap into for a lot of my questions. I just really don't know the answer, but I know who to call to find out. And that, that's really that's what I That's important. That's important. Yeah. And and one of the things, you know, because you, you sound, you're, you and I, our backgrounds are almost identical. In uh, how we got into this, I, you know, through your, through our, my father and all of it, it was the same, same deal more or less. Um, but one of the things that that is is universal in this hobby, and I've got another sort of follow up part of this, is is the the uh, seemingly lack of interest in in the old cars. Now, when I was on the AACA National Board, and also now I'm on the Horses Carriage Club National Board, uh, is is trying to get younger people. And by younger, one of the things that, that drives me crazy is everybody wants to go after kids in high school, and that's, that's not our target. Our target, I think, personally, is somebody who more like an empty nester. The kids are gone. We've got a little more extra money. Now what can we do to have fun with and to get get some of the younger people involved? Does MAFCA do anything particular to, to try to promote young people into the hobby? Well, yes. In fact, MAFCA actively 
pursues new members of all ages. So let me start with our high school initiative. Um, we currently have, across the country, three high school Model A Club chapters. Uh, the one in Pasadena, California, in fact, recently completed restoration of a 1928 Model A Phaeton, and they raffled it off. It took them two years to restore that car, and they recently raffled it off. Now they're going to take the proceeds to go buy another and restore another uh, Model A. And there are about 24 uh, students in that student chapter at the Pasadena High School. We've got other student chapters across the country, and we're encouraging our chapters to look for a high school near them that would be interested in setting up a student chapter. Um, we're, um, so that's at, that's at sort of that level. We do know, though, that there's a lot of interest among people, as you say, where maybe the, the kids are, are grown up and uh, maybe, maybe off at school or whatever, and the, and the the guys have more time on their hands and a little bit more disposable income. So we're going to a lot of car shows that are just general, generic car shows and talking to people there, uh, you know, like in their 40s and 50s about the virtues of a Model A. Uh, for example, there's a lot of misunderstanding amongst the general uh, community that, that a Model A is kind of like a Model T, which means it's kind of old and clunky and slow, and it won't go very fast, and it won't stop very well. well and, I'm offended um, by that. I, my, I my Model T goes 140 miles an hour. Well, some do, but stock, stock <laughs> Model Ts don't, you know. So, um, so a lot of our a lot of our activity at the um, at the car show uh, arenas, if you will, is to get is to educate the people about you know how. The Model A is really a fun and fast and affordable car, especially if you're going to use it like as an entry-level car into the antique car hobby. Because there's there's a lot of cars out there that are gorgeous, like Auburns and Duesenbergs and V12 Cadillacs and things like that that are just amazing. But the parts for them are very rare. Those that you can find are very expensive. The cars are very expensive. And the Model A is a very affordable antique car, a very affordable way to get into the antique All car. All right. Hobby. Tell me affordable. What, what's your definition of affordable? You know, you can purchase a really, really nice, drivable two-door Model A sedan, a Model a Model A two-door sedan, for somewhere in the $8,000 range, eight to $10,000 range. I know a guy who purchased a four-door convertible, a four-door touring car, Model A, that needed a paint job and he purchased it for $7,000. He put a couple thousand dollars more into it in paint, some new tires, all in. He was a little bit over $10,000 and he had a Model A Satan that he could drive around uh, on tours and things. So they can be quite expensive. I know of some Model A's that sell for twenty and $30,000. It's a, it's a very rare model and it's been restored to a very high level of you know, excellence and, and authenticity. But there's a lot of Model A's out there that are good everyday driver Model A's that you can get easily in the in the ten to fifteen thousand dollar range. Really nice cars. It's very affordable, Absolutely. and that's just to get the car. Now the parts are all readily available. All the mechanical parts are readily available, so that if you want to do something on the car, maybe you you feel like it stops really well, but it doesn't steer so good. You can get all the parts that you need to totally rebuild the steering column in a weekend 
and the entire kit's going to be a couple hundred dollars. And then you can put it all in yourself. You don't have to have any special machinist skills or anything Absolutely. like that. It's Absolutely. very doable. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, because I, I grew up with my dad doing old Packards, but that's a, another story. That was before a lot of them were ant, weren't antique cars. They were just cars. They were just old cars, yeah. Yeah, they were just, <laughs> but a Model A, you can't, you can't beat the, 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 the Model A. I, I think it's uh, the best, the best old car you can have. And we go on tours and stuff and driven our Model A all over the country. Uh, yeah, me too. With things. All right. Um, Taking the, the 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 basic Model A now, it's it's old technology. Let's face it, it is old technology. Stock, they're good for 40, 45 miles an hour. That's about that's about it. The brakes were mechanical brakes with steel drums and 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 uh, uh, some kind of webbing stuff for brake shoes. And when they got wet, you didn't have a whole lot of brakes. So, what, what, in, in being the tech guy, I'm new to the Model A, A, A hobby. We have a lot of Model A listeners, a ton of them. And, and what would you recommend I do to a Model A, my, my Model A, my 1932 door sedan, to make it more usable? What would be the few things you would, you would recommend? Okay, well, in their stock condition, when everything is restored properly back to original specs a model a ford in my opinion is a modern antique car a lot of the technology that's in that car is the same technology that ford continued to use through the 40s and even into the 50s it is amazing how it was a a step change in design and engineering from the model t into a very enduring uh, design. And Ford didn't just replace parts just to replace them. The exact same parts that fit on a Model A fit many, many Fords and Lincolns up into the 40s and 50s. They were, they were well-designed. Um, if a stock Model A is restored properly, if the brake system is restored properly, it will stop that car absolutely every time as well as it would with, say, hydraulic brakes. Um, I have uh, both, of my, the, both of my Model A's. The brake system is restored properly, and I can absolutely skid all four tires on dry, hard pavement anytime I want. So there's, no, there's nothing wrong with the original design if it's restored right. So if it's not restored right, then that's why you're, if, if your brakes aren't working right, it's just because the brakes aren't restored right, and they can be made to stop well. The same is true with the steering. The steering can be very true, very accurate. Um, the engine power, um, if, you could, if you could add a little bit of power by slightly increasing that head, head compression, that gives you just a little bit more power to make it a little bit more drivable. Um, on my cars, that is the one change that I've made to both engines, and I cruise along at 50 to 55 with my stock Model A, and it'll cruise at that speed all day long. There's really nothing at all wrong with cruising at 50 to 55 in a stock Model A. No, no. The, um, the better the engine's restored, the better balanced it is, the smoother it'll be at those speeds. But those engines can absolutely run at those speeds, no problem. That with the brake stuff, I... 
One of the things that I generally recommend to a lot of people, we just had another friend just get a, 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 a stock Model A, and, and he was talking to me. And I, I'm a big proponent of the cast iron brake drums. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, with the with yeah. the real brake shoes and not that, that fibre-woven fabric stuff. I think well, that makes soft, a huge difference. The soft-woven fabric uh, brake lining, being soft the way it is, um, actually um, grips the inside of the brake drum quite well. And that can actually add quite a bit to your effective braking, the, the soft lining does. But as you say, when they get wet, they're not as effective as when they are dry. Um, the harder linings require you to press harder to get the same amount of friction. And then when you switch to the cast iron, the cast iron brake drums are the biggest benefit. They're the biggest improvement right there. Um, they... Um, the linings grip the cast iron better, and the cast iron tends to not expand quite as much when they get hot, so you don't have so much fade. Um, yeah, true. Um, the I guess Dave wants to take a break. We'll, we'll be right back and, and pick up on this stuff in a minute. Alrighty. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. We've got a very special guest on today. And uh, I bet we have a bunch of Model A listeners tuning in. And by the way, uh, Jim, uh, we'll be downloading this, putting it up on the website in the next week or so. And uh, you're welcome to download it and put it on your website if you'd like or anything that you'd like to do with it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Yeah. Uh, we, were ta- we were talking about, you know, because that's one of the things you always hear from people that are, are thinking about, well, they have mechanical brakes. They aren't worth a damn. I'd never have a car with that. And uh, right. like you said, well, if it's set up right, it's it's fine. And there's, you know, like Les, you have a guy in, in Mafka that you mentioned we were talking off the air about, Les Andrews, who is one of the great gurus of Model A-dom. And 
There's so much information out there to help you keep your Model A Ford running, driving correctly. Uh, like that little that brake tool that that he has in his book with the wooden thing with the little notches in it and to to set your yeah. brakes up. And it's all simple. It does not require any weird tools or anything. You know, you yeah, that's that's pretty true. Ford went and building on his Model T experience. Ford designed a Model A to be maintained by and repaired by uh, a person that had a, a basic high school education that was somewhat mechanically inclined, maybe on the farm or, or just some somewhat mechanically inclined. It, it was not designed to be, you know, maintained by a specialist. It was designed to be maintained by the, the average person. So... They're very, very uh, easily maintained for us. There's a few specialty things here and there that you might have to have a machine shop do for you, but for the most part, they're very simple to work on, and there are numerous Model A, what I would call shop manuals, you know, equivalent to, to today's modern car shop manuals. There are several. Um, one of them is, that was written by Les Andrews is called the Model A Mechanics Handbook. He's written three books, in fact, and... Uh, he's got two volumes of the Model A Mechanics Handbook, and then he's also got one called the uh, Troubleshooting and Diagnostics Guide. The cars are very simple, so he shows you how you can systematically work through when you have a problem with electrical or fuel or whatever. He can help you get to, you know, pinpoint the problem very quickly with a simple checklist, just to work, work your way down through it. Uh, it doesn't require a high level of, of skill to maintain and restore these cars. Where do you, um, get, really the, where do you, where do you get these books? Where, where can I get these? these well, um, the, the Model A Ford Club sells them. We have an online store, www.mafca.com. Uh, we sell all of Les Andrews' books. For people who are interested in knowing how these cars were originally put together, we also sell a book that's called the Model A uh, restoration guidelines book, and it's um, it represents um, hundreds of man years of research effort into the Model A. Uh, so it goes through and tells you exactly how everything was installed, how it was painted, how it was finished, that sort of thing. So if you're interested in restoring your car back as authentically as possible, we've got guidelines for you, restoration guidelines to follow. I get questions like this all the time. What color do I paint my windshield frame? What color do I paint the stanchions? The window trim on the inside of my two-door sedan, what color should it be painted? Somebody in the past painted it black. Is it supposed to be black? No, it's not supposed to be maroon. Things like that. These are all in this book. So it's absolutely a bargain for, like, I think it's $55 to have all of this information at your fingertips. Um, So, yeah, there's the online store. Uh, M-A-F-C-A, Mofka.com, and um, we sell all the books. You we can buy other them. Things. Yeah, you can yeah. buy them if you aren't a member, right? You can just... Correct. Yeah, okay. Yes. You can just log into the website and buy them. And um, we have a book that summarizes all of the hardware that was used on a Model A. So when you go to assemble something, like say you go to assemble a fender to the body, it will tell you exactly what the bolt... Um, a thread, what the bolt size, what the bolt diameter and thread pitch was, and it'll tell you what the finish was, whether it was plated or maybe it was a black zinc oxide or maybe it was unfinished. Yeah. It's interesting. A lot of the fasteners on a Model A were unfinished, which means 
they're rusty. In Houston, Texas, they're rusty in a week, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. For the, um, so then the finish is rust. Um, for the purpose of restoration and preservation, we spray things that were originally unfinished. We spray them with a clear satin lacquer. It keeps the surface of the bare steel from rusting, but when you just look at it, it looks like it's bare steel. It looks like it's unfinished uh, steel. Yeah. So it looks, it looks authentically correct, but you don't have to get under there with a rag with WD-40 every two weeks and wipe the surface rust off. Yeah, there's a, uh, uh, I know there's, there, there's uh, uh, two schools of thought in the Model A world, as I've had, you know, like I said, been involved for a while, is the, the fine point or the, the perfectly restored cars, <laughs> and then on the other guys, there's guys like me that drive them. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it, well, those, those don't have to be necessarily contradictory. Um, you, can, you can restore a car authentically, without necessarily spending a whole lot of extra money to do it right, you know what I mean, to do it the way it was done originally. And then you can go ahead and drive it. I've got a couple of cars that are like that. They're authentically restored, and I drive them, man. I put the miles on them every year. Uh, you, you can do both. You really can. Do, do, does Mofka do anything with the... the uh, uh Museum or the Model A thing at Gilmore? Are they involved in that at Gil- the Gilmore setup? Yes, absolutely. In fact, the national board held their board meeting last September at the Model A Ford Foundation um, headquarters at the Gilmore Museum in Hickory Corners. The entire board was there for, for uh, Model A Day at the Gilmore uh, last year. I don't think we're all going to be there this year, but uh, we'll have you know a good four or five people there, something like that. Um, yeah, we strongly support the uh, the Model A Ford Foundation. That's, uh, that's I don't know much about that. I, I really, honestly, do not know much about the Model A Ford Foundation. Do you know much about it? What they're doing, what they're about, and stuff. Well, uh, yeah, the they. They have a gorgeous museum at the Gilmore Museum. So let me step back. The Gilmore Museum is a huge piece of property that um, this gentleman, Gilmore, used to house his collection in. He had several barns on the property that he housed his collection in. And then he began hosting other groups to have their museum on site. So I'll do it from memory. Franklin, I'm pretty sure, has a museum on his property. Um, Cadillac, I know, does. Lincoln, uh, I think there's Lincoln. I'm pretty sure Lincoln does. The Model A group does. So there's, so there's a lot of like individual mark museums that are there, and that's how the Model A Ford Foundation ended up having the Model A Museum there on the Gilmore property. So it's really nice. When you go to the Gilmore Museum property, you can go around and visit all of these different um, museums with all these different makes, plus you can go and see Gilmore's original collection, which is absolutely amazing, uh, his collection is. He's got a Cabriolet there that, no, it's not a Cabriolet, it's a Victoria. He's got a Victoria there, I don't even remember what the make is, but on the side door, it, it looks like a two-door sedan, it has two door handles. If you use the front door handle, the door swings open like a suicide door, and you can get in the front seat quite easily. If you use the back door handle, 
then the door swings the other way. So it's got two sets of hinges and two latches. Weird. And it'll swing. Yeah. It'll swing from the front or the back. So when you open it with the back door handle, it's easier to get into the back seat. <laughs> like, those be- yeah, like those Buick hoods that opened on either side. Correct. Those, yeah, those are yeah. really weird, too. Yeah, I used to have a 50 Buick, the, what they called the Bucktooth Buick. And, yeah, if you pulled both hood releases, you could lift the hood straight off. Otherwise, it would hinge uh, left or right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, same idea, but door. This was the door and on they the did side all, of the they, car. They did all that without a CAD system. Isn't that interesting? I know. Yeah. Some amazing Craftsman. engineering People there. that knew what they were doing, yeah. yeah. Smart I wonder how many shots it took to, to get it to work. I know. I know. So getting back to the Model A Ford Foundation and the Foundation's Museum there at, uh, at the Gilmore, it's in, uh, it's in Hickory Corners, Michigan, which is outside uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Gorgeous little spot, pastoral little place there. Um, they've got quite an extensive collection of cars. Um, they get in special exhibits where people haven't donated the cars to the museum, but they've loaned them into the museum to put them on display for a few months, that sort of thing. So the, what's on display is constantly changing. Um, the Model A community has stepped up and supported this museum in an amazing way. So they've got some really fine examples of cars there. Um, they have Model A Ford number one on loan to them. It was originally given to Thomas Edison by um, Henry Ford. Um, it's a, so it's a 28 uh, four-door uh, touring car. Um, they've got a lot of beautiful, fully restored cars that are like unusual body styles. They have quite a collection of them. And then they have a lot about the history of the Model A and um, the technology behind the car, things like that. They've got an automotive uh, Model A service garage sort of set up with a lot of original Model A service parts, you know, in a glass display case like you have in a, in a repair shop, things like that. They've got a, a classroom. They've got a, a Model A era classroom set up, which is uh, very cool. So it's it's a great museum. I encourage people to stop by. It is. It's and, quite uh, a deal. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, it, it's quite quite a, quite a deal. And, and uh, uh, one of my well, I guess it's about time to take a uh, not quite, but when we come back, I'll tell you uh, my my favorite Model A story uh, that by a, a, a local guy when when he comes back. But things like this Model A Ford Foundation. I, I think they they do a great service for this hobby because we've got to get we've got to keep this up front of people and let them think about it and try to get some of the younger people involved because it's a it's probably the best hobby you can have for kids and families because you're you're together you're in a car you're seeing stuff there's nothing like it that's nothing a good like it. it's a very good family friendly hobby i saw that growing up as a kid we my family went out and did a lot of these sorts of activities as i was growing up and um it is it's affordable and it's family friendly yeah yes it sure it sure is but we'll take that break right now we'll be back with jim cannon talking model a's right after this whether cruising the strip in a 57 chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 
45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're here with our special guest, Mr. Jim Cannon, from the National Model A Club. And he is the technical writer for him. And uh, he and Steve met, uh, what? We were on a tour in Hiawassee, Georgia. Ah. Model A Club tour. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> sort of, huh? <laughs> Jim, thank you for joining us today. I hope it ended. Uh, I, I got in oh, our, yeah. our um, emails back and forth that you were somewhat apprehensive. Have, have, has uh, Steve gotten you bleeding yet or anything? Or are you? Uh... Oh no, not apprehensive at all. Um, I enjoy I enjoy doing stuff like this. I I, I can talk about Model A's all day long. Um, I I just wanted to get a, a sense of kind of. Uh, if there was any specific questions or something, I might have to go do some research, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just, just general stuff. Uh, but let me tell you my favorite Model A story. It takes a couple minutes. But we had a guy here in Atlanta, uh, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. It's part of the, the old age syndrome, who was Henry Ford's gopher. And he wrote a book called Henry and Me. And if you ever run across it, it's been years ago, it's well worth getting, and if and there's some great stories in it. And my favorite one, as as a lot of people do know, and maybe some don't, that he and Thomas Edison and Harvey Firestone uh, were the best of friends, and they would go camping together and do all kinds of stuff together. But this guy was their driver, and they were in a Model A in in Michigan, and uh, they were driving along. And there was a Model A on the side of the road. And Henry hollered, stop, stop, I'm going to go help this guy. So he walked up to this guy, obviously a farmer guy in his coveralls, and said, I'm Henry Ford, I built this car, and I'm going to help you fix it. And the guy looked at him and shook his head and said, yeah, Henry Ford, sure, right. Well, Thomas Edison got out of the car and said, I'm Thomas Edison, I designed the electronics for this car, and I'm going to help Henry see if it's an electrical problem and fix it. Harvey Firestone got out of the car and said, I'm Harvey Firestone, I built the tires for this, and because you're having a problem, I'm going to send you a brand new set of tires. And the old farmer guy looks at these three guys and says, I know, you think I'm nothing but some old hick from nowhere. 
and that you're Firestone and you're Edison and you're Ford, right? And you're going to have a good laugh about pulling one on the old farmer. And he said, I suppose that other guy sitting in the Model A over there was the President of the United States. And it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a, that, and that's a true story. And it's one of my favorite Model A stories at the, uh, of, of all time with, with this. And there's so many great stories about Model A's and Henry Ford and the, the legends and the stuff that's grown up around, around uh, Model A's. Uh, there's also another Model A club. Do you guys work together on stuff? The Model A Restorers Club. I know there's 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 another another Model A club. Do you guys work together on certain activities to promote the car and the hobby and all that stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're they're they are also very active supporters of the Model A Ford Foundation, which is good. And um, yeah, you know, they for example, they also uh, help put on the. Uh, the annual Model A day at the Gilmore Museum, that sort of thing. The Restoration Guidelines book that I mentioned earlier is a joint publication between uh, the Model A Ford Club of America and the Model A Restorers Club. Yep, we've we've had experts working together to compile this book. Um, we split up the research for the different sections, what needs to be done, and uh, and write it up, and then swap the drafts over to the other group, you know, to, to review and agree, and then, you know, jointly publish it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, a, it's a good group. They're, they're, I belong to both clubs. I don't belong to just Mocha. I belong to both clubs. Um, both clubs have great people, and really that's the best part of the Model A hobby Absolutely. is the people. Um, the, the cars are fun. For me... The cars are fun to work on. I really enjoy working on things. I really enjoy restoring them. For me, restoring something with my hands is very therapeutic. It's very stress-relieving. Um, I would uh, work all day. I work all day at the office and then go out into the shop and work for a couple of hours after dinner to relax in the evening. Um, so I really enjoy working on the cars. I really enjoy driving the cars. Um, it's not a challenge to drive a Model A. They're quite simple to drive. It has a standard three-speed transmission with a clutch and a gas pedal and everything, so it, it's very drivable. You'll feel very comfortable in it. Like I said, it's the modern NT car. It, it's really easy to drive, but it is still a car you have to drive. Yes, you it have to drive have computers. it. You're correct. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have power steering. It doesn't have power brakes. It doesn't have cruise. Well, it does kind of have cruise control. <laughs> yes. That in a minute. Yeah, sorry. And, um, <laughs> and so it's a car you have to actually actively drive, and to me, that's the fun of driving it. You know, driving has become so mindless today that it's no longer fun. It's just getting you from point A to point B. And driving a Model A is pure joy. We like to tour on the U.S. highway system around the United States. Most of these roads have speed limits of 55 or 65 miles an hour. Most of them are four lanes, and there's not a soul on them. So we can go cruising down the U.S. highway at 45 or 50 miles an hour. Anybody who wants to pass us can do so safely, and we enjoy the scenery. These U.S. highways go through the scenic belt of our nation, and they are just a joy to drive on in a Model A. Sure. And we're not in a hurry. I have had both of my Model A's up to 65 miles per hour. So it's not a question of how fast will it go. 
if you're just cruising along at 45 or 50 miles an hour, enjoying the scenery, you're actually seeing America. You're seeing the country from a perspective. I just came up with a little jingle. See the USA in your Model A. Yeah. I think somebody might have used that before us. Yeah, I think Chevy's going to call your Ford for a commercial there. Well, what was her name? <laughs> who, was the, who was the girl? Doris Day. Dor- I don't know. No, I don't I think don't it was Doris Day. Dinah Shore. Huh? It was Dinah Shore. It might have been Dinah Shore, yeah. yeah. It might have been. Yeah, and she's much better looking than you, David. So, uh, most, most, anyway, most things like walk. I said, I... I enjoy working on the cars. I enjoy driving the cars. I enjoy the meets and the tours and the groups, the, the local Model A club, doing our monthly activity with them. Uh, I enjoy the people. I mean, yes. that, that, that pretty much sums it up right there. What do I enjoy and, about and a Model you're A? You're right. The nice thing about the Model A club is they're all equal. It's like, you know, I've, I've had Packards and I've had all this stuff in and there's this hierarchy in, in like, if if you go to a Packard Club, if you don't have a senior car or a, a, a V12, well, you know, you're just, hmm, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and all Model A's are equal, so. <laughs> yeah, they've all got the same four cylinders. Same right. same Same stuff, and, and I'm, I'm a firm believer. And I, like I said, I just finished... And one of the things that's good is the local clubs. You mentioned it a little bit, but the local clubs are the heart and soul of uh, the people yeah. in your local area. They're the, you know, national is national, but the heart and soul of the organization is the local people. And for example, on my 32 door that I've had for years and years and years, the the local region just got together here and put in a Mitchell Overdrive in my car as a a, a club project. And, you know, there was like 10, 15 guys going over to this other guy's house for three Saturdays, putting this in and learning how the drivetrain worked and how to take out this and how to do that and all of that. So it's a it's a good learning experience. Plus, as well, you build a lot of camaraderie. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. interesting thing what? is they just got, got a given a, a partially restored... 29 leatherback sedan which is a kind of an unusual car they were given it was given to them to restore as another club project so this kind of stuff is is really cool and and it's the local clubs and your relationship with the local people that make make this so, so to help you find a local mafka chapter the model a ford club of america has on their website a map of the United States, you click on your state, and then you'll get a list of all of the the Mosca chapters there in your state. And you can scan down through them very quick. You'll recognize the cities, you know, in the list, as which one of them is closer to you. Uh, like I said, in the Houston area, there's two. Houston is spread out so much, we've kind of got one on the north, one on the south. Um, uh, we, we are having our uh, meeting this afternoon where we're doing the exact same thing. We're getting together in a guy's shop and looking at, I forget what we're rebuilding this uh, this session. Last month, we went through the entire process of how to rebuild a Model A starter. It's not that hard. The guys there put together a very nice um, hands-on demonstration. I mean, we're not talking PowerPoint slides. We're talking, he had his workbench in the center of his garage, and he had 
three or four starters in various states of restoration where he walked through every single step during the meeting. He walked through every single step of what it takes to restore a starter. Um, I, I think we might be doing a steering column today. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. And, you know, the improved parts, one of the things we didn't mention is, you know, that Henry did improve the parts as time went on, like the two-tooth steering over the seven, and it all fits. You can put the updated and more improved stuff in your Model A, too, to, uh, to, to make it more usable. So there's a lot to this, and I, I'm a big Model A proponent. I think it's the best old car that anybody can have. How much time do we have, David? We've got about uh, three minutes. All right. Why don't we let you talk about the Model A Club, how to get a hold of uh, where it is, phone numbers, emails, and and stuff, so you can uh, you can get the information out for the Model A Ford Club of America. Okay. Well, I am willing to answer any Model A owner's technical question on the rest- restoration rest- uh, repair of their Model A, and I can be reached by email at tech. T-E-C-H, tech, at mafka.com, M-A-F-C-A dot com. And I'll field everybody's questions, member or not a member, I don't care. If it's about a Model A, I even get Model B and early flathead VA questions, and I'm like, guys, I'm sorry, I don't really know anything about them. But I'll answer any Model A question you got. Um the easiest way to learn about the Model A Ford Club of America is to go to the website, mafda.com. Uh, there's all kinds of information in there. Like I said, you can it'll help you find a local chapter. Um, in the uh, Mofka store, we have a lot of books and reference material about Model A's that you're free to buy, even if you're not a member. I'd love for you to join. It's, uh, it's not terribly expensive. It's $55 a year. Uh, you get your six full-color magazines per year, plus a lot of access to all of the expertise of the club. Um, we're going to be in the Sparks, Reno, Nevada area starting next uh, Sunday, a week from tomorrow, uh, for one week for our, our convention. We have a convention every two years. So if you're anywhere in the Reno-Sparks area and you want to see some old cars, come on out to the Nugget. That's where the, the convention's going to be. Uh, Jim, I'm gonna, yeah. Jim, Jim I'm we got to wrap up. it up. You've been a great guest, and I've enjoyed talking to you. Oh, me too. I've enjoyed it, too. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. Well, thanks. We'll do this again real soon. Jim, thank you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, my pleasure. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit JCTaylor.com to find out 
some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.